0: Virtual Couch.
1: This much swag. Letitia, maybe you need to order up a prescription for that sauce, girl. Are you ready to be enlightened, empowered, and inspired? Wipe your feet at the door. Get your snacks, water, and an opened mind to take in these priceless gems from your favorite therapist, Letitia. With With that dope dope swag from the best coast, coast, the the West West coast. Coast. And she's fine, too. On Leticia's virtual couch. Do your thing, beautiful.
2: Creating my self care series, and I think I've told you all before part of my self care series is to help you develop skills, whether it's coping skills or just things in general, to help you take your life to the next level. So, today's episode, and I'm surprised I haven't created an episode around this topic yet, but we sort of have talked about it in several episodes, like kind of skimmed by it, but not directly. And it's boundaries. Yes, we all need boundaries. Now, I will say this. Boundaries are not to be confused with closing yourself off, okay? Closing yourself off is basically keeping yourself in and keeping the people out, okay? So let me say that again. When we are guarding ourselves, and guess what? It's okay to guard yourself. So let me just say it like this when you are protecting yourself and it's kind of sort of irrational, you don't have any data to kind of protect yourself from certain people. Sometimes these things can happen because you've been hurt before and that's just going to be natural. And so we should guard ourselves to some extent, but not to the point of where you're not letting anyone in. So I said all that to say boundaries is really not that. Boundaries are basically you are holding your standards holding your standards because everyone shouldn't have access to your heart or into your life in general because i don't want to just make this thing about relationships and love i want to um Talk about just boundaries in general, whether it could be in the workplace with your boss, your coworkers, whether it's with friends and family. And I'm going to stick a pin in that because I think sometimes we don't think that we should have boundaries with the people that are closest to us, like our family and our friends. So I may take my plane and land a little bit there because I think sometimes we are pretty much good with having boundaries with people that we are really not familiar with. Not all of us, but for the most part. But sometimes we don't really know how to say no to the people that share our DNA and some of our close friends. And sometimes they can take advantage of that. So when we come back, let's talk about boundaries, but let's talk about it specifically with those loved ones that sometimes they don't like hearing no, but guess what? Sometimes we have to tell them that and sometimes we just have to block some people altogether, right? And I am giving you permission today because you probably have been thinking about it. Just because they share your DNA, you think that you're supposed to put up with certain things and I am here to tell you that you are not You don't have to put up with any crap from anyone, especially from those closest to you. You know why? Because they, out of anyone, should know better. So when I return, let's get more into it and unpack some of these things, okay? Stay tuned. Information provided on this platform is for informational purposes only. If you ever find yourself becoming triggered, please refrain from listening. If you ever feel like you want to hurt yourself or hurt someone else, please dial 911 or report to your nearest emergency room. Thank you. Boundaries is very important, and I will let you know why. It has been known to cause a lot of depression, anxiety, and just a whole other host of mental health issues, right? When we have a lack of boundaries, we are basically not guarding ourselves. We are keeping the gate wide open for any and everything to seep in. And of course, that is always going to affect your mental health. Now, before the break, I did talk about boundaries in terms of family, because a lot of times we think that family are an exception to the rule. And that couldn't be further from the truth. If anything, families should know us more than anyone and should respect our boundaries even more so because they love us. But a lot of times it is the very opposite. Okay, and so you probably have your own stories about people, you know, our loved ones, not (laughs) our family, not expecting. um, I'm sorry, respecting our boundaries now. Family is not, and I saw this list and I thought it was so awesome. Family is not um, where you have to defend your choices. Absolutely. Sometimes we fight more with our family than an enemy on the street. Isn't that sad? Another, your needs are not being met. So family is not where your needs are not being met. If anywhere, your family should be able to meet your needs. And I'm not saying that family has to go along just with some foolishness either, right? So you have to look at yourself in the mirror and take some accountability to see if you are doing something in the wrong too. So I want to state that, okay? Family is not where you can't be yourselves. We should be able to let our hair downs with our loved ones, right? Right? be able to be our most authentic self ever. And one thing I will say because I see a lot of people even operating in this now, you can tell when there were some issues in the family because Sally, it sometimes it starts in childhood and sometimes it doesn't, but most times these toxic things happen in childhood and then you have adults basically in adult bodies but really are childlike in their mind because their growth has been stunted by trauma. And sometimes when we talk about trauma, we always think about um, verbal abuse, like to the extremes, right? Verbal abuse, sexual abuse, physical abuse, where we are sometimes seeing the physical scars are something just very, um, like I said, to the extreme, but just not getting your needs met or just being um, devalued, and, and devalued and not validated. Those things can be very traumatic as well. Okay. Family is not where you have to fight for your rights. That's self-explanatory, right? You should not have to fight for your rights. And you know what those are. Some of your basic rights to verbalize your feelings. And I think some of that, I will have to agree that some things are cultural and they're toxic. There are a lot of things that we learned, I'm not going to lie, in the African-American culture, I know other cultures can say this too, but I can only speak for African-American right now. And you grow up and you're like, "It was that was toxic. And so you grow up and you make a decision not to perpetuate those things with your children or just with other people in general. But sometimes it's not that easy because we have to first recognize that it's a problem. And if you're always around these toxic people and the same people all the time and never branch out. You may think some of these things are normal and it's it really isn't okay Family is not where you are compared to others. Have you ever had that in your family? Because if, if you have, it's really toxic, and sometimes you being compared with your siblings. You know, there may be a golden child. You may have been the, the golden child, so you may not think it's anything wrong with that. But um, you will see the difference in how your siblings are treating you and in your relationship because it will create a wedge and it will create a strain in that relationship. And you don't want to have that strain with your siblings. I'm gonna tell you why. Because Our parents are not going to always be here, so sometimes you don't have anyone but your siblings to really lean on. Okay, so if you're the golden child, you know you don't want to hold that over their heads. Okay, family is not where you are scared for your safety, and there's a lot of that that happens in abusive homes, as I alluded to before, where it may be to the extreme where there is um, where there have been some physical, emotional, verbal, um, neglect and, um, sexual abuse. And so that is not okay. Family is not where your boundaries are constantly being crossed. Okay. So let's give an example. Say for instance, you verbalize that your boundaries are being crossed and your feelings should be validated and there should be changes made. Now, sometimes will it happen immediately because I give people grace, Right. We are not robots, we're not machines, we're not mechanical. (laughs) At least not all of us, right? And so sometimes change is not going to happen overnight. So I will say give grace, but they should be making some steps to changing their behavior towards you and respecting, respecting your boundaries. Family is not where your feelings are not validated. And I just stated that before. Your feelings should be validated. So if you bring something up, it should not be, um, you should not be gaslit. okay? There should be no gaslighting going on. Where are you talking about you're crazy? And I know sometimes you parents, you're listening. You can do that to children and adult children too, And um, I've seen an example on one, um, and I've seen this several times on different shows where the child may verbalize, oh my God, this is how you were when I was a child and it affected me. And the parent may say, what are you talking about? You got everything you wanted. You were spoiled and this or that or the other. And not taking the time to say, you know what? I didn't notice that. Tell me more. And it has to be a a healed person to be able to do that, I will say. And so sometimes that's a lot to ask for. Because we're here talking about boundaries already, right? So that should be <laughs> the most likely or something's going on there. Um, and so sometimes you need some intervention. You need a mediator. Maybe it's a family friend if you want to keep it informal. But if you need some deep work, I would say go to therapy. I have um, conducted many family sessions where a lot of things were Um, brought out that needed to be, you know, brought out. And sometimes children stay silent and they become resentful and it just perpetuates to their children or in their relationships. And I will say, if you have some family skeletons, please, please. And I say family skeletons, not to point fingers, because I think every family has them. I really do. I think um, they're different, but I think every family has some deep, dark secrets that um, that need to come out. And so the whole family or at least a couple of the members can heal because guess what? Everybody won't be able to go. Okay. I have said that before. There are some people in your family, you're just going to have to cut off and that's it. And it may, it may be difficult because you feel like your family are people that are just going to rock with you. Right. But it's not the case all the time. And sometimes, excuse me, uh, as you get healed and whole, you are able to see more clearly, okay? And I've said that before, the more you heal, the more your vision becomes clearer, okay? So, family is not where you feel worthless. So, that should be self-explanatory within itself as well, right? Your family members should not be making you feel worthless, okay? Okay? So, you know, setting boundaries is just very important, whether it's asking for privacy. Um, Sometimes it may even include not being a part of family arguments. Have you ever been in um, where two family members are even more in something and you just didn't want to be involved and they just wanted you to be involved in it? And so setting family boundaries also mean I don't have an opinion about this or if you have an opinion, be fair about it, too. Okay? but sometimes if you don't want to be a part of it, don't be a part of it. Setting family boundaries mean leaving a family dinner if you don't feel well. Whoa. Okay. So let's expand this a little bit more. Even if you do not attend, say, Thanksgiving dinner. You know, I know people um, in a lot of shows have alluded to the infamous family dinner, the uh, Thanksgiving dinner, where sometimes you may have a relative that have diarrhea of the mouth and they... May get a little disrespectful and you may have a significant other that they may um, not care for. And so you may, I know this said leave early, but you may not want to even go, period. (laughs) Okay. And sometimes you just have to do that. Okay. Just respectfully decline an invite. And that's okay. Setting family boundaries mean asking your family to respect your life choices. You know, sometimes we all think we know best and um, I've been guilty of this. Sometimes you think that people see things like you see them and you form an opinion and uh, we have to allow people to be who they are and we have to allow people to live with their choices and that's it. The choices that they make, let them live with those consequences, even if you feel like they're going to run into a brick, brick wall. I'm not going to lie. If I think somebody's going to run into a brick wall, I am going to warn them. Um, Yeah, I am. And if they don't take heed to that, then it's on them. And I have to live with that. Just, you know what? I told them and it's okay. Setting family boundaries means deciding what kind of relationship you want with them, Okay. And so that is up to you. What type of relationship do you want? Um, I say this about relationships, period. Everyone has a category. And I put people in categories based on how they treat me. (laughs) You know, everybody doesn't deserve the same equal playing field in your life. Everyone doesn't um, belong on the front row of our lives. Sometimes people belong in the balcony. And guess what? Sometimes people belong in the parking lot. They don't even belong in the stadium, period. (laughs) Okay? Okay. So, setting family boundaries mean not being available 24-7. Oh my God, this is so, <laughs> this is so great. Um, yeah, you're not available 24-7. Sometimes you have to let that phone go to voicemail. I do it all the time. Um, you're not available 24-7. You're not a robot. You're not a machine. And sometimes you just need to rest or sometimes you just don't want to be bothered, okay? Okay. Um, Setting family boundaries mean blocking family members and social media and even on the phone and whatever you can block them in. Okay, and I will say again, I practice what I preach. I'm not one of those people and we see them a lot. And I've alluded to different ones like that. They just regurgitate what they hear and what they see. First of all, they don't know anything about therapeutic intervention. They're not even in the field, first of all. Um, Now, do people have a right to share their opinion about what's going on in their lives? Absolutely. But when it's not your scope of practice, absolutely not, right? But um, I said all that to say, I try to give you life lessons and things that I've gone through too. There are people in my family, literally, that I do not socialize with on social media. (laughs) And guess what? There's others that I don't socialize with in life, period, because... They're toxic and it's okay. It's okay to get those shears out and cut people off, family included. And I will say that over and over again, they're just not healthy for you. They're just going to drag you down because misery loves company. Okay. Setting family boundaries mean not answering phone calls at work. Okay. You may have this. I really haven't had this, but um, you may have somebody in the family that always wants to call you at work. And you're busy. You're at work. You need your job, right? Um, You know, all of us are not working for ourselves. So that's really disrespectful. Setting family boundaries mean asking to be treated equally as other family members. And I kind of stated that before. These are so good, um, insightful. I really um, appreciate um, these pointers. And uh, these, I will attest, are very good tools and pointers to utilize in our life and setting boundaries with our family members. Because again, I'm telling you, sometimes family just think that they're able to do whatever they want to do because they're blood. Absolutely not. Okay. They're not. You have people that, um, and your family members that are, are toxic. I mean, they just are. And so what are some toxic traits of family members? They put you down or make fun of you in front of others. That could be one thing. And so, um, let me know, um, an email or on my social media platforms, if some of these things are things that you've endured, they may be very judgmental. And I think we've all been here too, right? Because I'm never one pointing the finger because sometimes we all can be these things too, is that, are we able to see them in ourselves and make corrections? Okay. Especially when they're brought to our attention, or are we gaslighting people and saying, no. That's not what I did, right? And just acting like their feelings are not valid, as I alluded to before. They manipulate you into doing things you don't like. That's another toxic trait. You feel bad about yourself when you spent time with them. Always take um, inventory of your body. Do a body scan, and that's what we call it and see how do your how does your body feel when you're with someone and after leaving someone? That should always tell you, how a person makes you feel and if you need to detach from them, okay? You always feel the urge to defend yourself when you're with them. So that's another thing, okay? Another toxic trait. They don't respect your boundaries. I think we stated that before, the importance of. That's the whole um, gist of this podcast episode, right? They need to respect your boundaries, whatever those are. Of course, they have to be reasonable boundaries, okay? (laughs) So I like to um, add that. They aren't happy for your accomplishments. Woo, this is a biggie. I have literally had this happen to me before. And sometimes the people that you think are going to be the most happiest for you are jealous and envious. And I used to wonder why people that are closest to you, why would they be envious? And then I thought about it. These are people that are usually Coming from the same cloth as you, cloth as you, same environment, same neighborhood, same everything, and if you've made it and they haven't, sometimes it's a constant reminder that they need to get their stuff together. And so, instead of getting their stuff together, they rather hate on you. And so, this is not just um, limited to families; also friends as well. And so, um, I don't know. I think I've, I've spoken about this in other po- podcast, podcast episodes about a frenemy. I've never liked that term because I'm like what the hell is a frenemy? You're either my friend or my foe. So, I am not going to ever be around anyone who I think that I have to look over my back because you're really not a friend. No. <laughs> you guys need to cut that out and get those people out of your lives because I always say they're dangerous because you never know when they're going to slip up and actually be an enemy, right? Okay. Toxic people, they bring drama into your life, period. Is it always drama surrounding them? Always. Without naming someone, I can name somebody right now, (laughs) but I'm not going to do it. Drama is just constantly around them. And if they're talking about other people all the time, just know they're talking about you too. Just know it, okay? And yes, these people are in your family. Some of them are, okay? Okay. They never apologize. Look at those people in your life that never apologize for what they do, and if they do apologize, is half-assed, and it's not backed by changed behavior. An apology always have to be backed by changed behavior or they're only just leading you on. And of course, this word that everyone wants to use now, gaslighting you and just manipulating you to just stay, to be manipulated and controlled more. Okay. So, you know, my self-care series, they're really short little tidbits just to help you glow and grow. Okay. And just live your best life. You know, I'm all things self-care, living your best life, self-love. I have so many fans out there that's like uh, wanting to steal my things now, but it, it, it's okay because once you're original and authentic, can okay, no one ever, 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 ever steal your shine, your sparkle, and things that just make you unique and why people love you, right? But uh, yeah, with all that said, all jokes aside, um, I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. Please share and listen to over and over again, and just know from this day forward, you do not have to take people's crap, even those who share your DNA. So with that said, take care and God bless.
0: This is what crossing someone's boundaries looks like. You might think it's not that bad or not that harmful, but whether intentional or not, some sort of permanent scar or damage can be left behind. Do you ever feel misunderstood, or even worse, not heard or ignored? If so, it's a natural human desire to make our points not only heard, but listened to and discussed, as this inherently deepens our irresistible need for connection, and thus, our feeling of belonging. This also means we generally desire to steer clear of perceived unhelpful conflict, and leave conversations feeling content or fulfilled. However, sometimes interactions don't proceed as smoothly as you want or imagined, making relationships difficult territory to maneuver. In this video, we want to talk about the five reasons why boundaries are important, and how to set them. If you're someone dealing with this scenario, whether at school, home, or work, we hope that you can utilize these methods to set healthy, or at least healthier, boundaries for yourself. 1. Your emotional health is linked to boundary setting. Setting healthy boundaries has a direct influence on your emotional health. There tends to be a better feeling of control and comfort when you know who you are, how you want to be treated, and what you won't tolerate. Clarity of these aspects helps protect your emotions and helps you stay in control of how you feel. People, however, can be unpredictable, and even the best thought-out interactions don't always unfold as planned. So giving yourself a backup plan or outline of how to respond should an interaction go awry is important to maintaining that clarity and control of your situation. This maintenance will help you feel calmer, more confident, and protects your self-esteem when situations with others become difficult. 2. You deserve to be heard and understood. You are the master of you and thus can allow yourself to feel whatever you feel regardless of outside input. You matter. Your feelings and emotions matter. You deserve to be loved and understood. We have the desire for others to understand us, or at least acknowledge our perspective, due to that wired need to be loved and to belong. This desire is intensified when the person is someone we care about. According to Psych Central, healthy boundaries don't always have the same optimal delivery methods. For some, it depends on clear-cut dialogue. For others, being direct is important. Being specific or direct about how we feel is key. This includes sharing our feelings, even if we think the other person won't fully understand. It includes standing up for ourselves. These actions enable us to take part in open, active communication, which fosters deeper understanding and a healthier bond. Three, sometimes situations call for assertiveness. When someone's being pushy or even aggressive, it's hard to apply the standards you set based on your boundaries. But assaults to boundaries threaten the self. Things like ridicule, contempt, judgment, and forcefulness are harmful to our emotional well being. You deserve respect. This is when assertiveness comes into play. It doesn't mean meeting aggression with aggression. Instead, it means setting healthy boundaries and saying no when you want to, and sticking to your strongly held beliefs, and acting in a way that is in your best interest. You shouldn't have to always adjust to others. Your emotional well-being is important. Four, it allows for growth of self-awareness. Setting boundaries requires you to know what you truly want. You may have to do some soul searching to figure that out. Soul searching allows us to know ourselves better in the end. Boundaries also allow you to realize that you alone are responsible for your own happiness. No one can mind read or guess what you truly desire with complete accuracy. An example is a situation where you want some space. You can calmly express that in words to the other person. You expect someone to just know without adequate communication is unreasonable. Understanding your boundaries will lead to understanding that you need to communicate or ask for what you want and need. 5. When you're able to communicate your wants and needs appropriately, your relationships with others flourish. For example, partners who are open and honest with each other have a better understanding between them. They know better what upsets their partner and where their limits lie. This enables a happier coexistence all around. The website Break the Cycle posits that setting healthy boundaries in relationships allows both partners to feel comfortable and develop positive self-esteem. Furthermore, with boundaries, You grow to realize that you are whole and good in and of yourself. While a partnership can be a positive enhancement, you're capable of surviving without it. No additional pieces needed, maybe just wanted, like a bonus. Establishing boundaries is overall conducive to healthy and sustainable coexistence with others, maintaining positive relationships. It's also an important part of staying mentally healthy. If you struggle with interpersonal relationships, whether they be with your boss, partner, or your parents, perhaps the situations can be rectified by examining your boundaries and how you uphold them. Do you agree with the points explained in this video?
1: Didn't she just drop some jams? Come back soon for some more of her intellectually stimulating conversations with a dose of humor laced with that dope LA swag. Keep doing your thing, beautiful. She's out. Peace.